You're gonna be okay, you don't need a blanket? No, you know when you take a shower? Hot toddy maybe? No, no, well, a hot toddy would be delicious. Yeah. No, you know when you take a shower and you wash your face uh, more than once and you wash your hair and you wash your face again and then like somewhere like three, four, six hours down the line in the day, you still have sleep in the corners of your eyes? Because you missed? Because washing your face three times in the shower, somehow the, the sleep hangs on to the corners. It's very mind-boggling. Mm. I thought of this. Thanks. That's what I was, all of a sudden, oh, I had oh. that revelation. Okay. Yeah. I thought maybe you had a chill and you wanted a blanket. No. Okay. Oh, it is, it is brisk outside, though. It is brisk outside. I took the jacket off. Good morning, good afternoon, oh. and good evening, and welcome to the Newman and Payton podcast, episode number 38. This yes. time, we're talking movies. Yeah, movies that are shot in northern Nevada. Ah, not just movies. So... This came from last week when we ping-ponged all over the place about old Reno stuff and how we'd seen movies being made here, how we knew of movies from here, and we thought, oh, let's just do movies that were shot here. Absolutely. So my thought was going top five. Top five movies shot here? Yeah, like your five favorite movies or ten favorite movies that were shot here. Like, do you have some order or something? Let me start with this. Okay. I'll give you honorable mentions from my side before I go into my top five. Okay. So... Uh, the first honorable mention that I have, it's not really a movie, but I had to mention it. It's Eddie Spaghetti, Eddie Money's video that he did in Lawler with... Oh, Take Me Home Tonight. Yeah. With... Uh, Ronnie Spector. Thank you. That was shot in Lawler. Yes. People don't even realize that. Like weeks after Lawler opened or pretty close. Not so, too long after it was opened, yeah. Because that song came out in mid-80s. Yes. Lawler opened in 83. Yes. So, hey, dude, uh, speaking of, do you remember the first concert at Lawler? It was Willie Nelson, wasn't it? I think you're right, because I thought it was the Stray Cats and Roman Holiday, but I think no. you're right with Willie Nelson. It was Willie Nelson, and then it was Stray Cats like weeks later. I mean, they packed that place for months. Yeah. It was pretty impressive. Billy how, Idol, Van Halen. Do, 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 one after the next. Genesis mm -hmm. played there soon after that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Iron, Iron Maiden and Twisted Sister. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how you break the place in. Okay, so that's, <clears throat> that's like an honorable mention. The Muppets movie. From 2011. Yeah, where they where they kind of bagged on Reno. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. The opening scene to the entire movie is the Bonanza Casino, how yeah. Kermit is down and out. Yeah. And is, isn't it Fozzie? Not, not a good look. Fozzie Bear who uh, makes fun yeah. of Reno. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Incessantly. So, but, but entertaining nonetheless. Jack Frost. The Michael Keaton movie? Yes. Shot uh, heavily in Truckee. But there's an opening scene just before he gets into his car accident where he's going up the Mount Rose Highway and he plays a show in Reno before that. Wow. Okay. Okay. I didn't know I wasn't aware of that one. Yeah. All huh. right. I uh, mean, I'm aware that Michael Keaton was Jack Frost. Sure. The snowman or whatever. And his wife was. Oh, God. I don't know. Madeline Kahn? The late Kelly Preston. Oh, no kidding. She looked fantastic in that movie. Well, it, I mean, mm -hmm. Kelly Preston is a knockout anyway. So yeah. she, yeah. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, it works out. And then we talked. Uh, last week about Father's Day. Yes. Uh, that I happen to be in the background of one of the scenes that they're cruising up and down Virginia Street. Yes. Uh, Robin Williams and Billy Crystal. Horrible movie in the grand scheme of things, which is too bad because those guys should have made it great just not writing a script for him. Just uh, let him go. Here's <laughs> the topic. You speak. It would have been fantastic. Uh, what are they? Uh, Ad-libbing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like this. Yeah. Well, more or less. So, yeah. Huh. Father's Day. Um, so those are my honorable mentions. Sugar Ray. Uh, Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray was in Father's Day, too. 
Okay. As the kooky uncle? Uh, no, I forget his role, but I know that he was in the movie. It was, he, it was kind of fun. I, <coughs> all I know, me. I remember <coughs> mostly, do you need to bust that open? All right, fine. Yeah. The 45-ounce Coors that you brought with you? Look, I uh, sometimes I just want a standard beer. Uh, I was going to bring Budweiser, but I know that's, that's a no-no sometimes. No more than that. Mm. All right. Uh, this is a banquet beer. It's delicious. Mm. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I had no idea that, that uh, oh, wait a minute, we were talking about Father's Day. Yeah. I well, we were still on Jack Frost. And I, I would, yeah, you're still uh, Yeah, still hanging on, on to that. Anyway, those are, those are just top five mentions. Okay. What do you have in your head? I don't have a top five mention. I mean, uh, if we're going to mention like random movies and stuff shot in the area, Misery, the Stephen King movie. That's my number one. That was mostly shot in Genoa. Yes. Yeah. And I had a roommate, um, you should remember him, his name was Dale. Oh, yes. Dale and his family, uh, they lived in the Carson area. Dale and his girlfriend? Uh, Yolanda. Thank you. Thank you. Right. So Dale and his, uh, I think it was his brother or a friend of his, excuse me, there's a scene in the movie where in uh, uh, James Kahn is at Kathy Bates' house. Right. In the background, you see two people playing. Dale says, allegedly, that is him. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I don't know whether or not that's true. Okay. But he no said, way to prove otherwise. No. So exactly. We'll give it to him. I, I most certainly do. So every time oh. I watch that, I always think of that. Um, I also think of the, the, the trip on, I think it's the Mount Rose Highway, that James Kahn is driving where he allegedly wrecks mm -hmm. and um, wrecks his car and is rescued, later rescued in the movie. Right. Um, but yeah, which that, would have made more sense <clears throat> if it was on Kingsbury Grade. But yes. hey, that's the way movies work. Well, and and then we, if we're if we're going to shoot around to or jump around to uh, movies that are misshot and all that, we have to call out the obvious choice, which is Blind Fury. That's my number two movie. <laughs> <laughs> Blind I mean, Fury is fantastic. Yes. In how it misrepresents Reno, mm -hmm. not in a bad way, because it's it's just a city. It, we're not a good or a bad place right. in that movie. We're just a place where things happen. Yes. Uh, but there's some fantastic moments that make zero sense just looking at them, such as the classic... When you're going northbound in the southbound lanes yep. on the Wells Overpass, the then Wells Overpass, not the redone Wells Overpass. Whatever. Yeah. Just but you're a still... road in which the van is against the far left edge of the... Uh, any moving lanes. Yeah. You'd have to stop and say, how does traffic go the other way? <laughs> <laughs> and not just that, but then it cuts to when oh, the, yeah. the well, van is driving up by Sky Vista Apartments after it was just on that bridge. Oh, yes. Well, that happens. I mean, that's movie magic to no end, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So those are, my, those are my top two. What other ones do you mention? Because I have many others. Well, apparently, I was, as I was looking up information on these movies... Joe Pesci and Helen Mirren were in a movie out here. Um, it was called Love Ranch. Right. And that was based on Mustang Ranch. Absolutely. And our, our co-pal, uh, Dave Howe, worked heavily on that movie. Oh, I didn't know that. For many, many months. Okay. And that movie never saw the light of day in most theaters, from my understanding. Literally wow. released in 10 theaters across the country straight to... Uh, DVD, mm -hmm. uh, but it was based on Joe Conforti and his wife. That right. was what Love Ranch was all about. 
oh my God, that's terrible research you've done. But okay, good for you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was, it was, it's just one of the movies that I have listed on here. Um, you know, another, uh, another one that I think uh, I had no idea was shot here until I wound up watching it was a movie that was done uh, partially at the Pepper Mill called Balls of Fury. It's a movie about a ping pong slash beer pong tournament, if I'm not mistaken. Christopher oh. Walken is in the movie. Really? Yes. Okay. Balls of Fury. Never heard of this. It's so bad. But it's so bad that I can't, every time it's like, it's within eyeshot of me, I watch it through all the way through. Okay. So that brings us to the obvious when you're talking about competitive movies that were shot in Reno. Mm -hmm. We're talking bowling. Oh, yeah. And Bill Murray. Oh, man. 25 years ago when they were shooting Kingpin. There you go. Here in town. I was working. That's big time. I mean, that one... Is probably the most well-known Reno movie. Yeah, I guess. I mean, if if you if you weigh it out, because you have you've got Sister Act. Sister Act is right up there because Whoopi Goldberg was big in that, and that's my number four. We're missing number three, so that's awesome. Pink but, Cadillac is another one too. Yeah, very good. Pink Cadillac with uh, Clint Eastwood. Amazing moments in that movie. You talk about things that do not happen. He parked that car in places you cannot park cars. Mm -mm. Uh, not to mention the fact that car was like two car lengths long because yeah. it was amazing 69 Cadillac. It was a beautiful he, car. Yeah. And he parked it on the side of Harold's Club regularly. Can't do that. No. <laughs> or maybe you can until the cops come and tow it away. But yeah, yeah he regularly parked that on the side of Harold's Club in the old alleyway there. The old Douglas Alley. Um, the uh, back Cadillac to, is probably right up there with Sister Act. Yeah. yeah. All of those. Those, and those three. Were, yeah. Especially. And they did a lot of pink Cadillac up in the mountains as well, up in the surrounding areas where um, his co-star was. Bernadette catched. Peters. Thank you. Uh, she was taken by the bad guys up to somewhere outside of Tahoe for a big chunk of that. Back to um, Kingpin in 95 yeah. when they were shooting that I was working at Tower Records. Oh, right. We had a tower here in town. And my friend Ross was the art director. He was the one in charge of all of the displays in the store. Cool. One of Bill Murray's assistants came into the store that uh, this just some fateful day and said to one of the employees, I need to buy CDs for Bill Murray. And someone, the, the, whoever it was that was behind the counter pointed right at me and said, that's the guy you need to go talk to. He can p find anything in this store. So the person walks up, hands me the list and said, I need to get these CDs for Bill Murray. I was like, wow, it's random, but okay. I had no idea they were shooting a movie here. Oh, okay. Yeah, you don't know that until after the, unless you're working on it, right? Right. Or you see all of the gear somewhere show up, the, the 1K lights and all that. Absolutely. So, okay. So I find, I complete the list of, it was like 30 CDs or something, except for one. There was like one classical CD I could not find. All right. So um, help the person get everything assembled. They leave. They come. The same person comes back the next day, and they said, you know what? Mr. Murray was so impressed that you were able to find all of those CDs. He would like to personally invite you to the set of the movie that we're shooting. It's called Kingpin. We're doing this at the bowling stadium downtown. I was like, I'm all about this. And my man, one of my managers, Laura, happened to be standing there at the same time. She kind of leans over the counter. She goes, can he bring a friend? <laughs> and the person said, of course. I remember Laura. She was like six foot three, right? Yeah, she was not short. 
No. Uh, her husband's name was Kevin, and okay. uh, two amazing people. And Laura yeah. was incredible. She was super nice. Yeah. I just remember being super tall. She was very tall. Okay. Uh, or maybe it was just because of the counter was stepped up where you checked out. Dark hair, glasses, uh, had a smile a thousand miles wide. Super nice gal. Anyway. So you get to go to the so shooting of the movie. When this is happening, um, Ross, back to him real quick, he overhears a conversation between Laura and me and overhears that we're going to meet Bill Murray. Ross looks at me and he goes, you know those red shoes, those red platform shoes you have? I said, yeah. And he goes, what are those called? I said, they're called creepers. He goes, wear those when meeting Bill Murray. Trust me. Just do it. Don't ask any questions. Do it. So the time comes to meet Bill Murray. I have the shoes on. We get inside. They just got done shooting a scene. And we're now allowed, we're, we're invited over to the area where Bill is standing. And he walks over and he's talking to people and talks to people and then all of a sudden the assistant said Mr. Murray this is Chris Payne this is the guy that helped find all of the all of your CDs as he sticks out his hand and we're shaking hands he goes nice to meet and he just his eyes immediately drop down and he looks at my shoes as he's shaking my hand he looks back at me and he goes nice skates I said thank you so much my friend Ross told me to wear these. he goes your friend Ross is a good taste and he said, you know, I can't believe you were able to find all the CDs. And then Laura kind of jumped in. She goes, I helped, and which she did. <laughs> and he said, he was very grateful. And she was, cool. I said, this is my man, one of my managers. This is Laura, her husband, Kevin. He hung out with us probably for, I don't know, maybe two minutes. It felt like 10. But, you know, we chatted and he said. And he was cool. He was so cool. Because I have heard stories that he can be super surly. Hmm. That he just leave it at that. Okay. That, and I've, I've worked for people that knew his brother cause he's like one of six brothers, I think. Wow. Um, the, the main one that we know that was with him in Groundhog's Day, that's his brother, the mayor. Oh, Brian Doyle Murray. Right. Okay. Who is also the same brother with him in Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Yeah. yeah. Just 30 pounds. Lou. Yeah. Lou. <laughs> the, the clubhouse uh, manager. Well, the caddy manager. Caddy actually. manager. That's yeah. <laughs> but he, uh, anyway, same brother in both movies, just what, 30, 70 pounds difference? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Anyway, um, somebody who was good friends with him and said, yeah, Bill, yeah, he can be a little tough to deal with at times. So that's good yeah. to hear that you had a good experience. He was cool as a cucumber. It was just, it was a great experience. So you watched them film the scene? No, they were done with the scene. But oh. We got to see like the aftermath of like what it looks like when you're done shooting oh, a man. scene. Yeah. It was a really neat. A whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. Like lots of reflections and lots of lights and different angles and mm -hmm. things that all of a sudden you realize where movies stop. Yeah. Right? Where that set no longer needs to exist anymore. Yep. So, and no Woody Harrelson is part of all yeah, of this. Yeah, he wasn't there. Um, yeah. And I was actually, I, was, I wasn't disappointed. I was just surprised if nothing else. Yeah. Uh, Randy, Again, another person I've heard that can be very surly. So. Randy Quaid was not there at the time because right. his character, I think, was... Um, not part of that scene, I think. Okay. Because he was part of the, the Quaker scene and, and wherever they were in Pennsylvania, I well, guess. Well, no, they they all made it to the stadium in the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't know which... Oh, who's the, the, the hot rod? The Vanessa something was her name. She was like the, the, the eye candy of the movie. Right, right. The love interest. Yeah. Okay, we can do IMDb later. Yeah, so probably between Kingpin, Sister Act... And Sister Act's another one where they do a wonderful job of kind of screwing up Reno, where yeah. they turn our <laughs> post office into the police station, for yep. example. That's an interesting use of, I guess because our police station is kind of hideous, I mean, but I mean, we see the police station in Blind Fury. 
Yeah, we do. Yeah, which is so weird. And and again, with the the different sh- uh, the angles of uh, and and how people are cast and all that. Um, when they like when they're running across, uh, what is it, Arlington, right, or Second Street to the church, right? In, in Sister Act. Act? Well, or am they, I thinking of when they're in San Francisco? That's when they're in San Francisco. They run uh, when they get off the helicopter because magically there's a helipad somewhere <laughs> yeah. downtown. Uh, they go to El Dorado, right? I guess. Well, they run right in front of the arch to where yeah. Whoopi worked at the old Nevada club mm-hmm. next to Harold's club next to Harris on that side of Virginia yeah. back in the day. But again, they get out of a helicopter right in downtown Reno. Not easy to do. Um, and that's that's a nice bit of movie magic. Fitzgerald's was across the street too, right? At the right. time? Yeah. What is now Whitney Peak. Um so speaking of movie magic for movies made in Reno, Barbershop. Uh, the Ice Cube movie? No, not that Barbershop. Uh, Barber. You're going to look something up on the I computer have to. Now, now have we have to, to use IMDb because yeah. there's just, there are no two ways around it. Yeah. Barbershop. Because you say that, I'm thinking um, uh, Mike Epps, Ice Cube. Um, I think Cedric the Entertainer was in there. Uh, that's just, that's all that comes to mind right away. So you're looking it up and... Barbershop, but it's not that barbershop. It's not the one with Ice Cube and Cedric and all that sort of stuff. It is um, the other barbershop, and it's driving me nuts that I can't find this, and I can't remember it. Okay. With... uh, um, Google the actor's name or whatever. That'll give it away. While you do that, another one that was shot at the Pepper Mill... Um, or par- partially shot at the Pepper Mill. It's called Hard Eight, and that was the one that I referenced with Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I because I for at first every time I think about that, I always think it's the movie One Eight Seven, and One Eight Seven was not shot in Northern Nevada. It was Hard Eight. Oh wow! I believe a Quentin Tarantino movie, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Now and I hopefully bought enough time for you to find the barbershop movie that you're looking for. Okay, so it. Starred uh, John Ratzenberger. Oh, okay. Cliff from Cheers. Cliff from Cheers. And And I always think of all of the... He's a regular voice in uh, Pixar movies. Yes. So So he's the the dog, right, in Coffee or in uh, Toy Story? No, he's the Rex. Oh, that's right. In Toy Story. Um, But I cannot find this movie in IMDb, and it's really got me kind of bummed out. So it changed... It makes me wonder if I'm looking up the wrong year. Or maybe the wrong title or, or something. It's well, I'm going under Ratzenberger because okay. he was the guy. Now, I will give you the full background as soon as I find this because now I'm kind of embarrassed that I'm stuck here and I kind of want to make an edit in this whole thing. Okay. No time Can't for find an edit. It. No. This really bums me out. If, you could, if everybody could see what you're doing right now and you're generally scrolling through the IMDb list because... Ah. Village Barbershop. Village Barbershop? Village Barbershop was shot in Reno. Oh. With who, our buddy. Who was it? Jason Newmark was the producer and fundraiser for this movie. Okay. Uh, Shelley Cole was his uh, co-star, and it's all about him trying to keep his barbershop alive. That was, uh, and the barbershop was based on an old barbershop that used to be on uh, Foster Street okay. over by Reno High School. The movie was basically set in Reno. Most of it was shot in Napa, believe it or not, but it was based on a Reno barbershop. That barbershop, by the way, shut its doors earlier this year. 
Oh, did it really? Yeah, because of the pandemic. The owner said, hung it up after 75 years. Hung it up. So that's so, actually a good tie. Nice and another, good for that. another Reno guy, Chris Ford, was the director and writer of the whole thing. And like I said, our, our guy, Jason Newmark, helped shoot it and produce it and fundraise for it and all that sort of stuff. 2008, I wasn't looking far enough back. So who else is in this movie that, like, give me the, the, the first five actors that you see under John Ratzenberger? Uh... Shelly Cole is the love interest. She comes in to try and pep the place up. Okay. Um, no idea who she is. Cindy Pickett. I know. It sounds familiar. George McEe, McRae, uh, Darren Jennings, Joshua Farrell. Yeah, a whole bunch of people you've never heard of. Okay. Uh, the storyline is uh, Art Laroldi is a widowed and fading small-time Reno barber stuck in a rut of haircuts and horse books. When he loses his cutting partner of 20 years, he's faced with closing Reno's last man's barbershop or, or hiring the last person on earth he'd ever want to work with, a woman. Wow. And that is the premise of the movie. It's called Village Barbershop. There's a little uh, put out there for uh, Newmark. So, so the um, so that's what uh, that's the, by the way just came to me as we're doing all of this chatter it wasn't on any of my lists I had to oh, like, okay because I would have looked that up earlier all right but yeah that that barbershop that I referenced is the one that is yeah. over by what and was that's what that was based on Godfather's Pizza at the time yep um, okay so let's go up to Tahoe with Jeremy Piven and. Oh man, uh, was that Four Aces? Smoking Aces. Smoking Aces. Super brutal movie. Yeah. Super brutal. But the. Uh, I actually have that on DVD. I yeah, and completely it's. Completely forgot about that one. It's the climax of it. It was shot all basically then the horizon, what is now the yeah. Hard Rock Casino, and Mont Blue. And I'm not sure. I think it was Mont Blue. It could have still been Caesar's Tahoe. I thought it was Mont Blue. It could have been Mont Blue at okay. that point. It turned over. It, it was kind of hard to tell when they did that. But monster cast that was all yeah. through that jeremy piven's just on the edge of it uh you have the uh that the was singer right before um uh entourage took off correct or oh yeah was it uh it was 2006 so yeah before well during entourage ryan reynolds is in it ray liotta um who else wayne newton's in it. jeremy piven ben affleck's in there okay uh commons in there uh Common is one of my favorite rappers. Okay. He's pretty well known. Very uh, much so. And I was thinking of Alicia Keys. Oh, okay. Is also the, um, she's one of the big heroes in that movie. Mm -hmm. It's an amazing, amazing cast and an incredibly gory movie. Yeah. and it <laughs> just, just awful. It didn't, but, uh, it, it could have been, I guess, bigger, but obviously you look at the cast. like. Wow. Yeah. I think it was too gory to have a big appeal to it. Quite honestly, I want to Kill say Bill. Lee was in it uh, at one point. I mean, just but crazy amounts of people. Kill Bill, which is also relatively gory at times. Yeah, d is that has a nice cult following to it. Yeah. <clears throat> so what? Um, Chris Pine. That's what I was thinking. Chris Pine's oh, in okay. there. Yeah, just. Uh, but, I mean, it's it's a pretty deep movie with uh, what goes on as Ryan Reynolds is trying to be the FBI guy, trying to catch the bad guys. Okay. He, corners him into this hotel room at the same time Alicia Keys is a professional hit woman hmm. and she's trying to knock off the same people which happens to be Jeremy Piven and he's being held as a uh, I guess his job was to be a uh, a witness 
for the government. Okay. Uh, it's, it's all kind of a mess. So but, you mentioned Chris Pine. Do you know, do you, do you remember who his dad is? Mr. Pine. Larry yep. Pine was his name. Larry Pine? Yes. No, I don't know who Larry Pine is. Well, you won't know him uh, as Larry Pine, but you will know him um, as part of the duo known as Seven Mary Three. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Dad's a rock star. All right. <laughs> That's interesting. No, no, I didn't know that. Not a rock star. Wait. It's a reference. Seven Mary Three. Oh, to the TV show Seven Mary Three. No, Seven oh. Mary Three was the name of uh, Punch and John from Chips. Okay. He wasn't Frank Poncharello. He was Frank's partner. Oh. That's Chris Pine's dad. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> we deep there. All right. So now I'm going to throw another one at you. All right. Charlie Varick. Charlie Varick? Yeah. So Charlie Varick starred Walter Matthau. Okay. It was a really, it was like a really weird comedy. Charlie Varick, uh, Walter Matthau's character, was supposed to rob a bank. Hmm. Well, come to find out, he's not robbing any bank. He's robbing the mob's bank. And the mob's bank is Arlington Towers. No kidding. Yeah, that's the bank. And he gets to know the secretary and all that sort of stuff who takes a taxi from the bank to her home or her apartment or whatever, okay. which happens to be um, the Park Tower, you know, right across the street. Okay. <laughs> and what's funny is the way they shoot at her getting into it, you can see the old bus station in the background mm -hmm. of her getting into it. And when she gets out of her cab, you see that same bus station in the background and you realize, oh, she only went a block in that cab. But oh, wow. Nice work. <laughs> All right. But there is a scene where he's chased by a plane, hmm. much like Cary Grant, North by Northwest, okay. uh, out at Mustang Ranch. All right. Uh, so it brings that whole genre into it. It... Uh, Brings in the building that is now or was Keel, the uh, Irish bar downtown. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a restaurant way back in the day. They had a big moment in the movie there. And the highlight to the whole thing, like I said, goes back and forth between downtown, chases throughout town, and then back out east of town. And then down to Genoa as well. Uh, speaking of Keel, if I can uh, mm -hmm. side note this real quick. Um, Ron and Sarah, Sarah happened to listen to the podcast that we did about beer, and she left a note on social media saying, we're looking for a new location to be disclosed soon. Oh. So, Keol is not gone, it's just temporarily closed. Oh, good for that. Yeah. Okay. So there, there right. there's a little Keol information. I thought, <laughs> you said it, and all of a sudden I was like, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you about that. Very good. Yeah. All right. So that was the movie Charlie Bear. It's actually... Very entertaining. Walter Matthau is great through it. And I want to say it's... Uh, Back to IMDb now and looking for something as he's tapping away feverishly on the keys. Next thing you know, Greg is backspace. Uh, and all of a sudden, as he's spelling the word, he types in the answer. And all 73. of a sudden... 73. The best part of the movie is they happen to catch a news uh, reel about the bank robbery on TV. The newsman, Ted Dunbar. No way. Absolutely. Tad Dunbar, the doing, legend. Doing the, re the report about the bank robbery. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. So for that, he's got a SAG card, which is pretty cool. I need to see that scene. <laughs> you do. It's, it's really fantastic. It's, it's 
Charlie Varick, 1973, look it up. And you could probably type in Charlie Varick, Tad Dunbar on YouTube. Wow. And check it out. And he's the newsman, uh, much thinner, no mustache. He looks a little odd, but that's... No mustache, no Tad mu Dunbar? Yeah. As uh, That is really weird. And I, I have to look up who his co-star is for that. Oh, Joe Don Baker was the bad guy in that. Big Joe Don Baker. Oh, uh, who was in uh, Walking Tall, if I, re if I remember right. It was a lot of things. Yeah, but that, that's I, I think of... Um... I think of him in Fletch. Are you kidding? He was, <laughs> yeah. he was the, the evil commissioner. You like Tommy Lasorda? Yeah, I like Tommy Lasorda. I hate Tommy Lasorda. That's, <laughs> that's Joe Don Baker. <laughs> I'm just looking it up now, and I type in uh, Charlie Varick, Tad Dunbar, and I, I, I'm, I'm going to watch some of these clips later. <laughs> this is great. Thanks for that. Absolutely. Tad Dunbar was a legend. We did when, uh, when, when um, my former boss and still good friend Mel, when she and I were in charge of KRZQ a little over 10 years ago, we did a going away party for Tad Dunbar oh, sure. at Bullies on Pyramid. And uh, we arranged it for him to have his favorite scotch. It was it was oh, a very yeah. Anchorman moment. Oh yeah. So he would he would have his scotch there. He got you know he got brought out in a limo. I mean, <laughs> it was a big deal because the moment he announced that, immediately Mel said, "We're having a going away party for Tad, and we're cool. doing it at Bullies." At the time, we were taping our show at Channel Eight, and that was a big deal there mm -hmm. because he was leaving there. And they made a very cool plaque for him that they put up in the newsroom that had his year, his, his duration at the station and what he meant to the building and all that sort of stuff. And he showed up on Channel 4 about two years later and that plaque disappeared from the newsroom wall. Oh, man. Yeah. He disappeared from Channel 4. That plaque reappeared. Huh. Yeah. Always interesting how competitive that works in the world. Ed Pierce came out to do the story on the oh, going away party. Cool. And Ed told both Mel and I <laughs> off camera, he goes... You guys have no idea how many times people ask me if I'm Tad. <laughs> really? Yeah. Pierce? Just simply because of the mustache. Fernley Zone. Uh, all right. So Do you have another Lake Tahoe movie that you're going to reference? No, I was... I was going to be impressed if you did because I had no idea. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty much good. I was looking through my things between the sister act and Smoking Aces and Charlie Varick and Blind Fury is definitely at the top and Misery, I think, is the, the king as far as local movies because of the cast and what it got as far as national acclaim yeah. and all that. So When um, Smoke and Aces came out, was released on DVD, because I still have it at home. You know me, I have everything under yes. the sun still at home. Um, Which will bring us to our next topic. Absolutely. Uh, so, <laughs> jerk. So, um, the, the, the box, the DVD box came with like playing cards. Oh, cool. Smoke and Aces playing cards. I have those cards. Wow, mm. that's very cool. I was going to ask you, as we have our last few minutes of this, Okay. your favorite Vegas movie. Wow. Uh, hmm. Favorite Vegas. Okay, so I'm going to out myself on something here. I've never seen any of the Oceans movies. Oh. I've not seen any of them. Uh, 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 yeah, I know. It's, look, I'm, you know... Bob Grimm, movie aficionado and friend of ours. Sure. Bob Grimm um, would be incredibly disappointed. Yes. I agree know. with Bob Grimm. Yeah. Um, favorite Vegas movie? Uh, gosh, I don't know. Um, you give me one and I'll try okay. to Okay. Well, Ocean's <clears throat> Eleven oh, I know. is the king. 
Ocean's 13 isn't bad because they put a skyscraper in the middle of the strip. Okay. And you believe that it's really there, even though they never actually built it. It's completely computer generated and it's pretty well done in Ocean's 13. So that's, that's a thing. And then there's Con Air. Con Air is amazing. Con Air, the reason why I love watching that every time it comes on and I get jived for it because I watch it every time it comes on okay. is when they're flying into Las... First off, they fly to Carson City and Carson City is somehow some sort of mecca for bad people. <laughs> and there is a sandstorm. Now, the airport in Carson City does exist mm -hmm. and you could probably land that plane at that airport without a problem. Maybe. But what it would take to have a sandstorm at that airport would be pretty intense because yes. it is in a bowl that does have a lot of trees around it. Yeah. It is not out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, if they had said like uh, Hawthorne sandstorm, that makes sense. Okay. Carson City, not so much. Then magically they're down in Las Vegas and when they fly into Vegas, they're coming in from the north as they should and all of a sudden they're over the Hard Rock Casino which is way out east of the strip. Then all of a sudden they're back over the frontier. Then they're back at the Hard Rock again. Then they're back at Circus Circus. You think they did screwy stuff with Blind Fury. That fly-in scene and landing on the strip was complete chaos as far as the continuity of how that strip is actually laid out. The um, movie, <clears throat> excuse me, the one that I was trying to think of, um, Jesse Eisenberg, who was in The Social Network. He was Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, right. In The Social Network. And he was also the Lex Luthor in uh, Justice League. Yes. Okay. Now You See Me is the one where he was one of the four oh, magicians. The, oh, not the card counters. Um, Wasn't it? there a movie that he was a card counter? Were they card counters? I thought they were I card thought counters. That was, uh, or was that only shot in France or New York? <laughs> I don't know. Like, that was just the first thing I thought of. I was like, oh, Jesse Eisenberg. And they were down in Vegas, and probably not. No. Um, no, I can't. Uh, I should Google or IMDb Las Vegas movies. Because if you I can't do, do that, that. I tried. You did? It doesn't work. Like, you say, okay, show me every Reno location movie. And that doesn't, that doesn't seem to be a thing, at least in the app. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, what so would you're be. Stuck. What would be another Las Vegas movie that you could think of off the top of your head? That, uh, that's well, not... you go back to like Elvis uh, and the Elvis movie the, uh, uh, that we watched. And that's really fun because it's shot entirely at the Flamingo by the pool. Viva Las Vegas? Yeah. Okay. Hangover? Hangover's pretty good. Hangover's pretty good because it's as honest of a representation of Vegas mm -hmm. as you're going to get. Like they don't, even in the Oceans movie, they they like decide, oh, we're going to take out the old Monte Carlo and just slide over these casinos so that the MGM, the Mirage, and the uh, Trap are all right next to each other. And they're not, there's things in between <laughs> and a lot of distance. So uh, the Hangover, the first one by far is the best. The third one, not so bad. But Vegas Vacation. Good. Vegas Vacation. The last in the, the series. Yeah. Of... yeah, the last of the Chevy Chase. Uh, um... Oh, okay. So now it just comes to me. One of my, uh, probably my favorite Las Vegas movie, Casino. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. There's some really cool catches in that one. Uh, in the news reel where they're talking about... Um, um, uh, 
all of a sudden my mind went blank, where they're talking about uh, what's-his-face being the head of the casino and all that sort of stuff. Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro and his character. And the new set behind him mm -hmm. shows the Mirage and Tropicana in the background. Oh, yeah. Whoops. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a cool IMDb error that you can see. And another one is when uh, Sharon Stone goes to use the phone. Mm -hmm. At the time, everything was Pacific Bell, right? Or, or yeah. Yeah, and it has some tertiary third company name on hmm. the... Those are little fun catches that you'll... Interesting. Yeah. But huh. Casino is probably the best and a cool... If you're a kid like me whose grandparents lived in Las Vegas, lots of family lived in Las Vegas, you went there. I remember going there right after the MGM burnt down and seeing that and how amazing and devastating that mm -hmm. was. That's the era I grew up. Wow, that was a massive fire. Yeah. Um, when they knocked down the dunes, that was in Ocean's Eleven. They used that footage. Um, what was when the, they knocked down the landmark? That was in Casino. Um, what about the Sahara? Do they, is that um, caught? That was um, th that was knocked in knocked down in '97, I believe. Yeah, that could have been what they used in. That wasn't in Casino. That was in because Casino was ninety what four or five or something like that. Casino. I've got it here on the screen. Um, of course, it just unless you don't. There's that, 95. All right. So I was right. Now you see me. Was Some of it was shot in Las Vegas. Okay. Uh, one, though, that I don't miss, uh, I don't never seeing, Paul Blart, Mall Cop 2. That was in Vegas? Well, part of it was. I, Showgirls, another dreadful movie. In fact, Showgirls su sucked <laughs> so bad, it took me three viewings to make it through just seeing the movie all the way completely. We can't end on Showgirls. Uh, okay. Well, what about Diamonds Are Forever? Sean Connery. Oh, very good. Okay. okay. That's, there you go. That's a Bond movie that made it to Vegas. There you go. The Bond thing is kind of cool in that they go all over the world, right? Mm -hmm. It's kind of a thing to be in a Bond movie at somewhere or to see Bond stuff. And thinking of Sean Connery, we lost this week. We yes. lost Alex Trebek this week. Uh, we don't know who's the third. No, let's not, let's not hope for a third. No. Even though things it, happen in threes. That's the way it does work. All right. Very good. This Can is we, fun. Yeah. And what's the next episode's hmm. topic? Should we do TV shows? I was going to do collections. Oh, collections is, is great. Oh, no. Yeah. Ah. Uh.